Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, you know, hosting the program here for the next two hours. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I say we because I do not do this program by myself, could not do this program by myself. So let me go around the room and introduce you to my compadres. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, no matter how hard we try, he still suckers us into this. <laughs> you, you, you have the talk stick. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see you saying, hey, you have to shut up. I have the talk stick. She snatched that out of your hand and beat you bloody with it and then make you take yourself to the hospital. That's right. Yeah. Well, he is a professional driver. He could do that. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole shifting gears with a dislocated shoulder and a fractured skull. Well, you kind of hold the. Well, talk I've seen stick their talk and, stick. Yeah, you, you that hold thing the looks like a Louisville. Yeah, yeah, you well, hold the talk stick with two fingers. I have blindsided a tractor trailer to a dock with a cell phone up up against my, you know, holding it in my shoulder, the classic, you know, old school style before the headsets and everything. So you blindsided it. Yeah, backing to the passenger side. Uh, I knew what you meant. I just. Thought you might want to explain it to somebody because they might think that you hit them <laughs> when they weren't looking. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Little trucker terminology going on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'm in the industry. Yeah, that's you, know, a, yeah, you are. I'm in the industry. You are, yeah. Uh, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort. Please welcome back attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Earl. <laughs> wait does he have the talk stick he yeah does. he has the talk All right, stick okay here you, you can have it we will wait, 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 that's no stick what are you doing <laughs> Shh. right before we uh, we, know. we came on the air t- the air today we were having a uh a conversation, and uh, if you listen closely, you might have heard Earl mentioning the talk stick mm-hmm. right as we were coming live with you. So, and I was trying not to laugh out loud yeah. when he said it. And you did a good job, sir. I did. You I really just, did. Just kind of <laughs> held my head in my hands and tried to suppress an outright giggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. I've been married more than once. Yeah, a couple Me times. Too. Couple and, times. Uh, and uh, I know about that. Just no, no. I have the talk stick. Yes, dear. Yes, yes, dear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 
I'm a, I have the last words in every argument with my wife. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> I, I tried to tell somebody that the other day. I said, look, as soon as you've learned that you've won the argument, when you come to that realization, apologize immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> His name's Joel, and, and he's only been married about seven years, and he just didn't appreciate the depth of his commitment to pain well. until he learned to do that. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. He's still in single digits. And, and she looked at me when I said that and went, that is the best advice he's ever given you today. Yeah, I'm still in single digits. T- two of them put right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, now I was gonna, I was going to tell the uh, the haircut story. But uh, you just well now I'm thinking about telling the drywall story. Now I'm not sure. Now I'm not sure. I think I'll go the, haircut. The, your your wife haircut. can't even hold her hands up to her ears. Up to her with that, head. With her, with her, up to her with with her getting tired. Her arms are tired. Please let me put the drywall down. I'm like, well, it's on your head. Just you can put your arms down. I guess it's it's resting on your head. So uh, yeah, but doing uh, doing some drywall, doing a little project, trying to get some uh, trying to get some stuff done. But uh, one of the things I did get done this week. And it happened rather suddenly, is I ran into a dude that I know, and I was complaining about six, eight weeks with no haircut. And I'm a listen, three weeks. It's got to be on the third week. And if it's not, if it's and if it's you know three and a half weeks, then I'm I'm I I, I envisioned myself as you know having flowing hair, walking down the street, you know, look like G- Fabio. Yeah, like Fabio style. Yeah, I, I just it feels horrible. Okay, guess what. What? Not so much. No, no. Maybe when he got hit in the face with a goose, that's about it. I can get that going. Uh, what, what's what's this haircut he's talking about? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. it's a thing. Earl, uh, okay. yeah, Earl just grabs the bick. I've been cutting mine with my own <laughs> floby thing. It's not a floby. It's just a it's just clippers and a comb. And a vacuum long cleaner. Time. Yep. Yeah. So I not got, connected to a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> no, much to the chagrin of my roommate. Just, <laughs> why is there hair all over the bathroom? It's my bathroom. What do you care? <laughs> Because I have dogs. I ran into this guy, made a complaint. Uh, you know, you know, I, I got this. I got my haircut you, done. You aired a grievance. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Well, you know, at the place, there's a guy. There's a guy, but you got to go stuff. around back, and you got to knock twice, and then they're going to give you a challenge, and you have to give the proper password." And I was so giddy. I was like, "Oh my god, are you for real? Are you for real?" You haven't done that real? in, in years. I haven't yeah. tried to sneak into a club in a long time. <laughs> Is this and I went I went around to this place. Uh I didn't want to go too quickly. I didn't want it to seem like I was too anxious. You know? Went, <laughs> well, that's, that's that's the way you are in a lot of different places where you have to knock on the door twice yeah. and give a challenge. <laughs> and and I and I went to this place and I went around the back. And listen, I even parked further down, so I wasn't parked in the front of this place. And didn't and walk directly toward it. Didn't walk towards, you know, doubled back, even walked backwards at one point, you know, and just uh, looked at my watch, you know, I did all the, all the, all the good stuff, all the... You don't wear a watch. I, I know, right? <laughs> but I still looked at it, you know. It's two hairs past your freckle. <laughs> and went around back, did the knock, uh, and before the, the challenge came, there was, hold on a second, because they weren't near the door. <laughs> so, so they come to the door, said the challenge... I gave the password. Um, the door opened up, and I was next in line. Uh, they had a guy in there painting, uh, a guy sitting in the chair with the towel wrapped around him. One of the guys that uh, normally uh, does my hair was there. Went over, saw him. We sat, we chatted, we got it done. I got my hair cut, gave the guy his money, gave him a nice tip. Uh, we had a good conversation. You know, because the barber is like your bartender. You know, it's the guy you can. 
you could talk to. You know the guy. Whether you know the guy or you don't know the guy or the girl, that uh, becomes one of your confidants. You know, you, you, they're, they're like a, a, a street psychiatrist, that, basically. That, that, you know? That's never happens to me. They oh. always want to tell me their problems. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're a lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> Can why. Can I ask yeah, you a yeah, question? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, Seven. I got, I got my hair done, talked to the guy, had to go back out the back door, had to walk the other way first before I went back to my car. And now I'm like, you know what? If this quarantine thing keeps going, I'm good to go. I know where there's a barbershop speakeasy where I can get my hair done. You got the hookup. I got the hookup, baby. So the, the thing that I thought was funny is the picture you sent out where he's got the rack of toilet paper in there. <laughs> <laughs> Black market TP. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was good. It was a great feeling. I mean, I had groceries in the car. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to I'm going I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this done, getting my hair cut. Came home, and uh, daughter immediately noticed. She was like, oh, you got a shortcut. She calls it a shortcut. So it was, uh, it was exciting. Wife didn't notice. She didn't, <laughs> just, just, I don't even uh, think she knows what you look yeah, like. She didn't, I don't even think she knows I live there. So <laughs> <laughs> just, She knows the sound of your voice and the fact that you can hear an airplane have an engine <laughs> failure from a quarter mile away, but yeah. you can't hear what she's saying in the next room. Yeah, what? Yeah. What's well, a frequency? Yeah, it's, it's a frequency. <laughs> she says it too frequently. That's right. <laughs> Folks, stick around. We got more program coming back for you after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to boundaryoakdistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, does this sound all right? How's my audio? You sound, sound a little muffled. I'm currently... because uh, he's got wearing a ball gag. I'm ser- oh, serious. <laughs> Seri- yeah. What? A what? What the, <laughs> the heck? There's a family show, Kevin. Leave your personal life out of this. This is just, you know, what are you doing over here? I use uh, those for interrogation. Oh, all right. Well, I'm good with it then. Yeah. Well, we call them depositions now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Funny how there's not much difference, is no. there? No, oh, no. there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> One, you get paid better. You can't <laughs> lie to me during a depot. <laughs> Wait, you're right. There's no difference. <laughs> so I'm wearing my uh, my COVID mask. My, uh, <laughs> that's not my, a COVID mask. My, uh, that's that's uh, that's why my dogs were going crazy when you got here about <laughs> that because they could smell Afghani doggy on you, and that's this what is, that, that. No, this is this you is haven't a, washed that since then, have you? I do have a shemog. Uh, and that one, I believe, is sitting in the truck. And it, uh, the first time I put the Shemog on, because somebody made a, a comment about wearing a mask, I was like, oh, I got something. I'll just cross over boundaries. I pulled out my old Afghani Shemog that I used to wear You know, we used to make overseas. a bet at SHOT Show. Is it, okay, who's going to be the first guy wearing a Shemog and a sports coat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I won that year. <laughs> you did. In the yes. elevator. We weren't even out of the building yet. <laughs> and that one, when I put it on, as soon as I put it on, I was like, oh, wow, this is... It's not been this washed. This has been in the duffel bag since Ooh, I got back from Afghanistan. Yeah. Smells like seventy-five-year-old socks. <laughs> oh Man, boy, that brings boy. back memories. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, just a—you uh, uh, guys know—it's an OD cr- uh, cravat. You know, it's a the old military bandage. You would put a, a compress and you'd tie this down over it. Most of the times, this was used for do rags under our helmets. <laughs> this is what we what we use this for. But it's uh, it has substituted <laughs> this OD green cravat is substituted quite well. As a uh, fits in the pocket, in the cargo pocket, need a need to wear a mask, 
right now, and I'm not wearing one of those silly masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl's mask looks like a 1978 bra. Yeah, yeah one, one, one part. Yeah. Yeah, one part. One cup. One, one, one cup. cup. One cup. It's a big his cup. Fa- I mean, it's a big cup. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a it's a good it's a good D. Yeah, it's a yeah. It's yeah, a good D. Yeah, it's yeah. not a it's not an A. Yeah. No. His face is bigger no. than that, and he's got all that Fred to cover up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jackson, Mississippi. Oh boy, have this this. You know, I I wow. was reading. I I didn't I didn't take the opportunity to read the name of the mayor, and I think I understand now you the problem. Now you I understand. understand the problem. Wrong. Mayor Chokwe and. Tar Lumba. Lumumba. Lulumba. Lumumba. The Mpopo yeah. River. Any, yeah. Anybody want to place bets? He's not born here. Nigeria. Mm. I'm going Nigeria. Yeah, I would. Lumumba? Not, not Central, not a Congo name, nothing like that. You think that's Nigeria? I think it's Nigeria. Okay, all right. Let's and he's a up. prince. Oh, he's, oh, of course he's, he's a, a prince. prince. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all princes. He, well, he's here. He's that, here. He, He's he here owes me he's money. Got, he's right. He's it. here because he's got our million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I accepted that. <laughs> I haven't gotten paid on that. Yeah, he's the mayor in Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, this past uh, so a week ago, Saturday, he signed a ban on open carry in violation of state law. Oh yeah, yeah, clearly yeah. in violation of state law. But he he cited that uh, the ban on open carry during the coronavirus pandemic. So no end date on it. Just by the way, hey, we're taking away one of your. Second Amendment rights, one of your, your, your privileges. And, and a state constitutional shocker. right. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, and the reason, <laughs> oh boy, this is, this is what gets me. This is what gets me every time with these anti-gunners. It comes out, no matter what they say ahead of time, no matter what their platform is, no matter what their stance is, no matter where they sit, when they're, on the, when they're sitting on the city council, uh, when they get a little bit of power, this is the stupid crap they say. Uh, the mayor said, and Lumumba said in a video that he released that the city of Jackson faces an issue with illegal guns. Guess what? If there's illegal guns out there, it's not something that just Jackson, Mississippi has. It's something the entire country deals with and, uh, you know, stolen firearms. Because remember, it's not the gun that's illegal. It's the person using the gun illegally. That's the problem. Right. That's what I was going to say. Oh, is okay, sir. 99.9% of all firearms ever made. Yeah. Are one hundred percent legal. It's yep. only illegal for the particular individuals to be in possession of. No, them. no, no. You, no, I think what he's trying to say is it, they can't take illegal guns off the street, right? Because they can't identify the illegal guns from the legal guns. So they want the guns that are like from Brazil or Germany. They have to have papers to prove what their <laughs> citizenship papers, is. Papers, please. Papers of, of whether the illegal guns or not, because. Um, they said, well, we can't tell people who are carrying legally or not carrying legally. Okay. You have an open carry constitutional state. Yeah. That means that everybody carrying is carrying legally unless they're a felon. So why don't you go and say, are you a felon, not are you carrying a gun? Right. Are they using the gun illegally when you see them? No. They're just walking along with it. Then you must assume they're, they're legally, legally carrying. carrying. Yes. Um do you pull over everybody driving an automobile to see if they have a suspended driver's license? What county are we in? Just saying. You cannot you cannot just start taking firearms away because somebody else illegally used a firearm. And again, listen, I, and I think we've narrowed it down, getting real peculiar on this, or excuse me, real particular on this, that the only illegal firearm I think there would be is one with the serial number scraped off. I can't really think of... 
any other thing oh, that that's would be not true. would be determined. You can as have an a illegal post A nineteen eighty six manufactured machine gun. It could have a serial number, but it could still be illegal. Right, but it depends on who has it, if it's illegal or not. No, it would always be illegal unless it's in the hands of a law enforcement or a police or, 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 or a manufacturer. No, there are no manufacturers of full autos in Jackson, Mississippi. There, an, an FFL SOT manufacturer could have one. Yes, but he wouldn't be carrying it openly. But how Nobody do you know? carries their full auto as an open carry platform. If you're carrying it, better be a Mauser. Okay? <laughs> Mauser broom handle is the only open carry full auto you'd be able to be toting. If you're toting around an Uzi, like under your arms, yeah. like Chuck Norris, right? Okay, you gotta go home. Okay, you gotta go home. <laughs> I'm just saying that that gun. You're not allowed in the Mall of America. That gun in, in, in the proper situation is is legal to possess. I'll give I'll give you legal to possess. Okay. I'll give you legal, um, but you will. Uh, I will have to give you the award for being uh, the dopey in the neighborhood. Uh, you, you <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yes. you're getting it. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yes. Yeah, you don't carry around your twenty five thousand dollar firearm for open carry. Yeah, this is, That's just yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I invested uh, twenty five grand in it. I'm gonna get all my money's <laughs> yeah. worth. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna charge people to take pictures with it. I mean, yeah. I'll be holding it, but you know, gotta, gotta make this back <laughs> somehow. Uh, so jumping back to it, so taking illegal guns off the street, and I think, listen, you've heard us go back and forth on it here. You understand what we're talking about. It's not the firearm that is, is illegal. It's what you do with the firearm well, he, that makes it illegal. He says that he believes that open carry laws have led to an increase in gun violence. And I... <laughs> I believe it's the exact sub- opposite. Semest- yeah. Suggested yeah. that I believe that his being the mayor of Jackson, Mississippi, has decreased the intelligence of... The board of Jackson, Mississippi. The, the, the executive Cause, office. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call him an idiot because I don't think he's that smart. An idiot's usually a, a genetic abnormality. Yes. Yep, yep. He, he's intentionally dumb. And he's trying at it. The, uh, and the thing that I like is that the attorney general went, dude, you, you, you know you really need to not do this. And he told him, he said, accordingly, I would ask you rescind your order immediately dot 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 before i have to send the state troopers to arrest your silly botox this is the attorney general of yeah. mississippi uh, yeah. lynn fitch is her name yeah. uh, she said while there were recent homicides in jackson there's no evidence at all that the state's open carry law had any factor at all in, yeah. in, 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 in it yeah. this is an anti-gunner who's who's trying to find any reason at all to further take away your your your, uh, your rights to your firearms this is similar to uh First thing uh, a lot of the authorities did during Hurricane Katrina oh, yeah. is go door to door and seize all firearms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, the guns, it's, it's these illegal firearms. I'm sorry, again, there's no such thing as an illegal firearm. There's this is not a gun. This is a boat oar. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it's a high tech. It's a well no, 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 no. there, There's an emergency. Yeah. It's a you don't have any rights. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely horrible. Um, Kevin, I agree with you. This shouldn't be sanctioning. This shouldn't be uh, arrest removal him. from office. Arrest him. Yeah. Arrest him, and and then you know he's going to resist. Yeah. Because he's going to say you don't have the right to arrest me, with a thick accent, and then uh, do what you do when somebody arrests your safety as a law enforcement officer, and he's resisting arrest. Yeah. Turn the dog loose. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Taser or nightstick? <laughs> dog. Yes. All right. Okay. 
Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around and we will see you after the break. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We uh, we got more program for you coming right up. Hey, uh, if you call last segment, we we're talking to you about the uh, the mayor in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, odd name, odd last name, Lu Lumumba, I believe is what it was. And we I, we thought for sure it might have been a uh, a foreign born name. Okay, is is what it was. Um, it is actually his father's name is Chakwi Lumumba. And they're from De- uh, Detroit, Michigan. Both look like uh, him and his father were attorneys. They moved down to to uh, Jackson, Mississippi, where the father was actually the mayor for a very brief period. Took mayor uh, won the mayor election when he was 
68 and died in office about a year later. Wait. It's not the father's real name. The father's first name was uh, Edwin no, no, Talaferro. No. no, wait. They're not Nigerian. Not Nigerian. They, They're carpetbaggers. Yeah, yeah, That's they, even yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the father changed the name in 69 when he was, uh, he's a radical member of the Republic of New Africa. Um, and so he was a uh, human, not, nothing that there's anything wrong with this, humans, human rights lawyer, but he was a, a violent radical against the uh, government and uh, and law enforcement back back in the day. The son evidently is, uh, uh, he's also, not evidently, he is an attorney, and he's also made comments like he was going to make Jackson, Mississippi, the most radical city in uh, the United States. So it's just, I guess, they, uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree there with the and two of them. picked Mississippi? I, I, listen, I don't know why you end up in Mississippi. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, they went to school down there. Okay. You know, Tuskegee's not far from there. Um, I think he's uh, reading in here that he went there and he went to law school down there also. So, you know, could have just plenty of people go to college somewhere and that's where they end up afterwards. You know, wherever it's, they it's went to college. It's funny how most people, they can be very conservative leaning before college and very liberal leaning after college. Well, they realize that they can hmm. make more money yeah. taking away your rights than they can enforcing them. Yeah, that's true. Kevin has a point, as he usually does, as he usually does. Yeah, it's uh, usually at the end of a stick, though. You know? It is a pointy, pointy stick. Yeah, make sure you're holding the point in the stick the right way. Otherwise, it's, ow, quit it, ow, quit it. <laughs> Do you remember this Never case? Never lanced to myself. No, 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 no. The guy behind you, maybe, you know. No, I had a corporate knife for that. Oh. <laughs> has a blade on either side. <laughs> Uh, remember, we uh, we talked to you uh, at length about the the case from the uh, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, and the way we took a look at it and the way we analyzed it, it appeared as though this case had huge ramifications. This was about the New York, the city of New York saying, if you owned a firearm, it had to stay with you in the city of New York. You could not take it outside the city of New York because you were only allowed to take it to their law. You can only take it to a recognized range and had to be within the city. And within the city, there were no public ranges, ranges. public ranges for civilians. Yeah. You can can only take it to the range. Oh, oh, by the way, you can't take it out of the city. There are no ranges. Yeah. yeah. I think there was one, but you could never get in. It was one of those. We're booked. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Uh, And they were just the police ranges kind of that only cops could go use. So what was at stake was. Not only the ownership of the firearm inside the home, the ownership of the firearm outside the home, the ownership of the firearm crossing over jurisdictional lines. Because remember, the city of New York is also the on the boundary to uh, the state of New Jersey. So in addition to being able to cross over city and county boundaries within the state, it would have been able to cross over into another state. So that means a firearm being legal in one state would have to be legal in another state. Full faith and credit. Correct. So if you had a... Which is not applied with the Second Amendment. It's right. you know it, it's for some strange reason. Correct. Hmm. Um, it, so it would meant if you had a legal firearm, say you're in, I don't know. I got uh, I got to uh, honor whether you marry a windmill, but not if you carry a firearm. Correct. Correct. <laughs> correct. Like so, if you're in Pennsylvania, where it's legal to own a uh, uh, an AR-15, and in, in Maryland it's not, you could have gone into Maryland to go. But shooting. you can marry a windmill in Maryland. You could, yes, you can marry a windmill. Yes, you can. So. This had this had a lot of uh, uh, in- incredible ramifications to it. Well, well, the city, that, that yeah, what what the city did was they said, uh, never mind, we re- we revoke. 
can rescind our previous Correct. statute. And then the state came out and said, yeah, yeah, the city wasn't allowed to make that law. We have a preemption law, and they can't make that law. Right. So they made an illegal law, and when it got taken to the higher-level court, their response was, oh, we'll just get rid of the law. Right. We'll just get rid then of the there was an argument that went up and said, well, but you did it the first time, and you might try to do it again, so we're going to push it up the chain and let somebody else decide. Yeah. And it got to the Supreme Court and said, it's not a, not a matter in controversy. Yeah. It's not a matter in controversy because the law has been rescinded. Yeah. I'm not going to give in the Supreme Court's not real big on advisory opinions. No. Um, they're not going to give you an answer. So as soon as the state of New York puts it in place again. Right. Or the city of New York puts it in place again. And they have to go joust that windmill. See how I work that around? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, like that. Again, then there may be a window for punitive damages against the statutory imposers uh, yes. for putting that in place again after they said they wouldn't, which is why the Supreme Court said they weren't going to take it up. What, so what they said was it, it was basically it was, it was moot. There was no reason was, to take this it up. Was, it was a moo. Yeah. It was moo. Be, because there was, no, there was no reason to take it it's up. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, because it's already been, it's already been uh, it's, solved. There's, there's no been longer yeah. an issue right. at hand. So when you look at the news media, and I pulled a couple of the headlines there. Why would you do that? To, to, so, so why would you look at the news media? Oh, boy. Well, because that's kind of what our job is. You know, we look at the news media. No, we are the media. We are the media. We're a good part. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, shooting. Let's go shooting. Hoo-ah. Uh, Supreme Court declines to rule on its first Second Amendment case in nearly a decade. I'd say that's pretty accurate, Kevin. Supreme Court decl- declines, declines to rule. To rule. Yeah. They didn't say, we're going to gut the Second Amendment. Right. Right. Which is what the second headline of that story is. Yeah, the, the next one I got was... Supreme Court dismisses New York City gun rights case. There was nothing dismissed. No, they just said there's nothing to hear because New York grew a brain and canceled the law. Supreme Court sidesteps major ruling on Second Amendment. Okay, that's not entirely <laughs> an inaccurate statement. That <laughs> may be fairly on point. Supreme Court tosses dispute over New York City handgun rules. There's no more dispute because the, <laughs> Al- uh, the, 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 the Albany boys yeah. said you can't do that and, uh, and the, st- the city of New York said yes, I can. The, uh, the three justices that, uh, that did cite that uh, they were not in uh, agreement with, with making this a moot case uh, were, were pretty adamant. They were pretty adamant that uh, they, did, uh, they did not agree, that they thought they should take it up. Uh, because be, be, shenanigans. Because of shenanigans. Because yeah. once they say no, it's moot. Like you said, then Kevin, they can go pass it again. New York City could pass it again, and it'll take five, six, seven years right. for it to work its way to the Supreme Court. Which is why, right, it might be subject to punitive damages. Right, and then two minutes before it's heard to the Supreme Court, they can go, uh, "This just in, Your Honors. Um, uh, they just uh, declared it. Uh, no, they got rid of the law. I don't think they'll pull that." You, Look, Psych. Ju- yeah, yeah. Judges yeah. don't like it when you and you can ask uh, anybody on the Orange County bench uh, from uh, the twenty eighth. Yeah. What they think, what judges think of you uh, telling the judge something and then it not being true. Um, that that they don't like that even a little yeah. bit. They yeah. don't they don't they don't like that even a schmidgen. 
uh, and uh, I was in a hearing on the 28th after we didn't have the one on the 22nd because they said they weren't there. Right. And we do those by telephone. Okay. He was on the phone listening. Oh. And he told the judges, J.A., this is all the things they were said, and I didn't understand it was about me. Oh. And when we oh. back on the 28th, yeah. maybe the egg timer was running. Yeah. Every 60 seconds, he said, are you there? So yeah. judges don't like being lied to, Ooh, that's for sure. They don't, they don't take kindly to that out at all. I did see one comment referring to this uh, Supreme Court case. It said, when are we going to stop relying on the very government the Constitution was written to protect us from to interpret our rights for us? This is, is insanity at its finest. Makes you think. It, does, it makes you think. You well, know, I think we're we, going to have to have somebody we agree can make those decisions about the interpretation of the application. And I'm, I'm all right with the Supreme Court doing it, but at this point, it's one of those... What are you guys doing? What are you waiting for? Are they still waiting for a big enough room? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you may not be off the mark. Okay. I they think they're waiting for them slam dunk exactly cases. Exactly right. right set of circumstances and the right facts. Folks, stick around. we got more coming back for you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag. 
the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, we were having a little conversation here on the break, and uh, I just want to see how many of you are in agreement with uh, with us. With us. I'm going to go with us. With us. That um, celery is basically a worthless food. No, that's not what you said. It's negative you calories. Said, negative you said calories. celery was fat grass. It's fat, wet grass. <laughs> fat, wet grass. It's a filler. It's and, a filler for, and, for, and for, I for said, a cheap chef. So basically yeah. what you're saying is... They're using celery to shim chicken salad. Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like putting uh, breadcrumbs or even worse, putting sawdust in your meatloaf because you're trying to... Because you're shimming the meatloaf. Exactly right. You're yeah. shimming the meatloaf. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing, it's the same thing with celery. They just, hey, I've got this really top-end uh, you know, chicken soup here that I want to serve to people in, uh, in my restaurant. I'm going to pour but, five gallons of MSG in it to yeah. make it taste I'm gonna put chicken all this, I'm going to put all this celery in it so, I can, so they'll, they'll feel like they're getting more, but and they're MSG, not. MSG, yeah. and so it tastes more chickeny and... This takes up volume. Correct, correct. The fat, wet grass. Because the fat, wet grass sucks in the, the flavor of the soup. And guess I what? I think yeah. it's a great peanut butter delivery system, but you don't agree. No, I, pref- I prefer it. cream cheese. Yeah, cream cheese on your peanut butter? No, on wow. celery. Oh, on celery. Okay, yeah. no, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I still don't want the celery, though. I mean, you know, <laughs> use, the, use the cracker or use a, get a, a knife, perhaps, you know. It's just... That's where we go during a break. He's folks. got the CDO. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's yeah. like OCD, but it's got to be in order. You think we're sitting here? Like you think we're sitting be. here looking at rulings from the Supreme Court? And- nah. Well, actually, we are doing that too. That's why we got on celery because it makes. You know what? We can solve the celery problem. We cannot fix the fact that some federal judges think that they don't have to account for their insane behaviors. They make up words. Like celery? There are words in English that make sense. Like, like may nickels, I? May the I? Dimes, they make sense. May I? Banana. Dog. Face. Patch. <laughs> but if you put them in the right order, they don't make any sense. May I dog face my banana patch? No. Yeah. Or may I banana patch my dog face? May I mow mow my dog face to the banana patch? Okay. Sadly, right. though... Mike and I know what you mean. So Listen, like, the it's point like, is that it's okay if you I, can't take words and put them together and make new meanings out of them, right? You're not the CIA. Wait, we're going to torture you, but we're not going to call it that. We're going to call it rendition, okay? Why don't you call it egg salad? Yeah. That, that's along the lines of they don't have to call it martial law when they call it a quarantine. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the one I was going to say was... Um, it's okay to prick your finger, but you can't do the other. Sequencing of things is important <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes physics possible. <laughs> yes, or nuclear physics possible. Yeah, right. Nuclear? Nuclear. I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. Um, federal judge, we talked to you about this uh, two, three weeks ago, I think it was, where we had in Las Vegas, the shooting from the Las Vegas uh, shooting at the country music festival out there. Uh, 40, 40, 59. 59 people 59 killed. People killed. 59 F- people were killed. 58. That's right. 58 he plus wasn't the... A per- the last guy wasn't a person. Plus the bad guy. 58 plus the bad guy. Yeah. He don't count. No, he don't He don't count. Uh, so the 58 people were killed out there. Now, what we had is the district judge, Andrew Gordon, uh, was a Barack Obama appointee, found in a 15-page order that Colts Manufacturing and other gun makers and other dealers who AR-15 rifles were used in the mass shooting 
could not dodge a lawsuit by one of the victim's family that was brought forth. Now, and we and we, we the point we brought up to you was, well, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act passed by the legislative branch of the government and signed by in, in, into law by the executive branch. Uh, it's it's been law in the states for you know twenty years now. It, it's been it's been it was a George Bush, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, I believe, signed it in, or was it George Jr. No, I think w. it was the first one. Was it? Okay. So it's, it's been it's around. Primary for, Bush. Been, been around Senior. for a while. Yeah. And so how could they bring this in? This is like Earl. And I remember you made the point. It would be akin to you could charge Ford Motor Company with a DUI death if somebody got drunk at the bar, then went out in their, their automobile that they purchased five years ago. And drove and killed somebody. And now I understand how they came up with it. Yes, we, the, that's what we couldn't figure out last the, time. The, the logic that that Judge Gordon used is that the wrongful death and negligent per se claims are permit are are premised on the contention that the defendants manufactured and sold firearms that were designed to shoot automatically. So this is the logic tree. You can sue Chrysler for the fact that their car can't go less than 60 miles an hour. Okay. If you start the engine and you put it in drive, yep. it immediately goes to 60 miles an hour and it can't go less than 60 miles an hour. So it's inherently designed to fire automatically. Okay. Okay. So it's a designed, designed mani- it's, it's designed yeah. Yeah. to be a machine gun. Yeah. You just did something to it to not make it a machine gun. And therefore, it's illegal under federal and Nevada law. What about if it's designed to shoot semi-automatically and you have to do something to make it shoot automatically? You're wrong. The judge said it's designed to shoot automatically and you have to do something to it to make it shoot semi-automatically. The judge don't know squat about firearms. Clearly, no, but he's or a he judge. does, and he's because he's an Obama appointee. And this is the other thing I don't understand: this is a state court case. Yeah, it's a state court case. Right. Federal judges don't usually get to decide state court cases, unless somebody's pulling some shenanigans. The only thing I could think was um, or broke out their wallet. I thought, yeah, right. I think we were looking at last time was maybe they'd moved it for removal. Well, because I believe the victims' families in California. And the the case occurred in and Nevada, you, and you could argue that there's a complete diversity of citizenship, right? And the manufacturer may have moved to remove it to federal court, and that may not be the decision they continue to pursue. Right, so they may go, no, no, we're going to go ahead and let it get remanded back to state court, and let the state court rule under federal law. Because I believe right, it was a right. state court case to begin with. Yeah, and, and listen, we, we know that Colt is not in Nevada or California, so you know that you've got other jurisdictions. Yes, there has to be. You heard the word "complete" in my sentence. Yes, about. I did. Yes, that I did. means because they sued the dealers as well. Yes, the dealers and everybody else in the case. Yeah, have to have nothing in common with the state of Nevada. Well. That would not apply to the dealers then because they were Nevada licensed in Nevada so to sell. So there's no complete diversity of citizenship. Correct. Unless they consented to removal to federal court, which they can revoke, then they're going to be back in state court. So this is uh, this is just going to tie up. Like I think this is what we ended up with last time when we talked about this. This is going to tie up the court systems for many many years, uh, and, and linger, and probably 
cost Colts some money, probably cost these dealers some money mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, maybe maybe they're the victim's family as well. You know, listen, we may not be well, able it'll, to win, it'll, but it'll we could do, drive them out of business. It, it'll do exactly what my union likes. The lawyers will get paid. The lawyers will get paid. <laughs> President Cumbling is good. Yeah. Well, I won't get paid for this one. No. But I mean, I might, but I don't think I will. Probably not. I mean, they might call, but. It's on the other side of the country. I kind of doubt it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I got it. My, I won't say my platter is completely full, but <laughs> there's maybe room for a maybe some cornbread. And oh. that's going to be about it. With he's, or without jalapeno? He's got room for without, a side. Without, without jalapeno. Main dishes are taken care of. Yeah, he, he might have room for a side. No, no, no. I, I maybe Because you can put the bread on top. I got enough room for maybe some cornbread. Dry cornbread or sweet and moist? Sweet and you mean moist. like the yellow mix? No, like a sweet, moist cornbread. No, no, like a real cornbread. Yeah, yeah. I want real cornbread. I don't want the the, the sweet and yellow mix. Okay. Oh, I'm to the okay. point. I like a little cornbread with my butter. Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, because you gotta you gotta bring back the you know, the moisture. Well, you know. Uh-huh. Hey, listen. What? Human body's a machine, and you gotta oil a machine. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. That's why you need to grease. You know. I, you know I, I agree. Pro- I agree. You know how to properly no make icing. I mean, just to. How do you make proper icing? I don't know. Convection of sugar and lard. I'm I'm kind of a, a fan little, of that whip, food that color whipped cream frosting that they Ooh, come out you with. You got Your mama made real icing with I, lard, sugar, and food color. I know how to make holy water. Actually, my dad did. My mom didn't. Put a pot of water on the stove and you boil the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first hour of the program, sir. Omni Please, open. He's got all the dominoes. <laughs> Please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Got all money. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! 
It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Hour two of the program, folks. Welcome back. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding you here on the last uh, 60 minutes of this program. Well, what? That's, that's Already? Less than 60. Yeah. yeah, it comes around all the time. All the yeah. time. And he says guiding time. like he's trying to steer a train wreck. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like that train in uh, the port of Los Angeles and Long Beach a couple weeks ago where the guy decided he was going to run the train into a ship when the train tracks ended about four or 500 yards. Yeah, prior, good prior luck with it, that. So. Didn't work yeah, out so They well had the glide guy. ratio of a set of car keys. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, sort yeah. of like a helicopter. Yeah. It's not yeah. even that good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, on my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Yeah, get you back. Hurry up. Let's get. You know, I want to get to this next article. This oh, sounds this, this, delicious. This is a good one. This is a good. This is and, and refreshing, and refreshing. Oh, well, I don't know how refreshing it is, but it, you can get breakfast and dessert <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I'm in. On my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you again, Earl. You're welcome. He's still got the talking stick. He's still got the talking stick? (laughs) It's mine. Earl's got the talking stick. Is that like the spirit stick? No. 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 I'm not worried about dropping this. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Our story. Gentlemen, who wants to to take us into this? Bacon. So imagine if you could. Dipped in chocolate. Yeah. Create a shot glass made from pork (sighs) belly, (sighs) dipped (sighs) in confectioner's chocolate. So it has a watertight seal. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 the chocolate's on the inside. Yes. Yeah. Filled with whiskey and eggnog. You it know what I like the best Christmas about this? In July. Joyful celebration all year round. So, folks, this is a shot glass made out of bacon. Yes. Bacon. bacon. Yes. Bacon. And to keep it from leaking, it's got lined on the interior with confectioner's Dark chocolate, I think it That's is. Right. Yeah. So, which is a great uh, as as anybody who's eaten a chocolate covered cherry knows, yeah. chocolate will hold fluid. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I think the thing I like about this the most so far, before we even get into what we could put into this, is that it has a tiny little bacon handle also. So it could be a bacon shot glass, or you could be like a little bacon mug. It could be like a little one one ounce bacon mug shot. And then you can you could put you could put Bailey's in it. Then I'm just saying. Oh, could yeah. be a a bacon coffee mug. Yeah, espresso yeah. mug. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, little uh, little Irish coffee in there. Do so you know how much Hold faster that cholesterol would get into your system when carried with coffee? Oh, with the caffeine. Oh, that's that's <laughs> like the uh, that's like the express train. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can feel my arteries what hardening now. What happened to him? He, and I don't he care. Had bacon coffee. Ah, oh, damn it! No, no, that <laughs> Damn it, Jim. At least he'll be happy in the next life. <laughs> or or maybe not. Maybe not, yeah. 
Oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, this. Uh, but it'll get there quick. Listen, and, and what does this have to do with uh, with guns and uh, all things gun, all the gun time? <laughs> because if you thing. wrap your bullets in bacon, yeah. there are certain <laughs> ethnic groups that will stop fighting you right. when they really? find that out. Which is true. They will. They would say, like, what? Wait, what? Huh? What? what? Uh, and if you want to know, look up Blackjack Pershing Philippine. Oh, yeah. Insurrection uh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, 1900, 1901. And I'll just leave it at that. Yep. 1901, yeah. I, I actually was talking about that story to uh, someone, and I couldn't remember what year it was. Yeah, it was during the Spanish-American War. I, uh, I because remember. Because the, the, the Philippines were owned we by were the there. Spaniards at the time. They are from, by the way, España. 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 Uh, Español? And, uh, yeah, General Blackjack Pershing yeah, yeah, went on to uh, denounce Muslim aggression in the Philippine Islands for 100 years with what he did there in uh, 1900, 1901. He didn't denounce it. He desecrated yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Did, decimated everything there. Yeah. Desecrated, decimated. Well, you know what? He did. Same thing. Yeah, he did it all. He did not execute oh, no. all of the terrorists. No, he left a pair. He left one. He left a pair. Oh, was one? Okay. And said, Whoa, go, the story I heard. Go I, don't, I, don't, go, I don't have the story in front of me. Go yeah. tell everybody who will listen to you what we did here. But before he let that guy go. Well, he wa- he let them watch. I may I may be and, oversimplifying it, but yeah. the way I heard it was you know, somewhere I, the around point about, was to not talk about this and let them look it up, but go ahead. Eh, <laughs> somewhere around about a 100 were captured. Yep. 99 were lined up and executed into a mass grave. Then several specimens of the swine family were slaughtered and thrown in with the lot. Yep. One of them was permitted to watch. Okay, you can go home now. And they smeared that gentleman with the, with the pig blood also. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's something I was not yeah. aware of. So he got to go back with that on him. I was an old <laughs> man then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was 40 years yeah. old when that yeah. happened. Uh, I could tell you uh, from uh, Earl, I don't know if you ever saw it, Earl. Maybe you did. Um, you there was a series like of... Uh, I'm sorry, what? I didn't wear my mustache like this either. No, <laughs> it was very curly at the end. It was yeah. very curly at um, the end. There was a series of, uh, in, in Israel, bus bombings. If you recall, late 80s, early 90s, there were bus bombings over there. I heard of them, yes. I had nothing to do with that. Okay, very good. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, they did everything they could. The Israelis were doing everything they could. Uh, you, know, you know, trading rockets over the fence, doing all that kind of stuff, trying to get them to stop. And what they finally did was put a pair of five-gallon buckets full of pig entrails on each bus. Yes. And one at each door. Yes. And if you blow yourself up, yep. you're going to get splattered with it. Yep. And that means that you're not going to see Allah and get your 72 uh, I was going to say, no yeah. 72 versions for well, you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, well, yeah. you'll get 72 Virginians, and they'll be yeah. wailing their <laughs> stuff <laughs> right, 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 right. The bus bombing stopped. Yes. Uh, you know, on the spot. Yeah, it just, they, they did certain things to him. So this was probably also in correlation with Israeli government mandated that any and all school uh, chaperones had to be armed. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing like watching a chick in a sundress carrying a galil, getting on a bus, and she's like 23 years old, and she's already done her two years of service. She's finished her college education. She's ready to start teaching school. But before she can actually be the full-time teacher, she has to be the chaperone who's toting around the galil. Yeah. 
Oh, I that know. I'm telling you what. And there's some of them. There's some of them that have AR-15s. You know, know. not 16s. I'm sorry, not the M16s. Not not not, yeah. not the hot ones. <laughs> not the hot ones. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's nothing they're, like that. There's. They were I've hung nice out looking. in Tel Aviv, and, and I'm telling you, that's cool. It's a cool thing to watch. Yes, it never is. drop your suitcase <laughs> in the airport and run, no, because you forgot your briefcase in the truck. Bad plan. Yeah, I'll just say this: running in Israel is not a good thing. Don't go running in Israel. You're going to get stopped. It's yeah, hot. It's going to get stopped. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. 
we also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, I know that last segment might have gone a little bit, a uh, little bit uh, taking a left turn when you thought it was going to take a right. Maybe we ended up in Albuquerque instead of over at Fort Knox. You have no idea, but uh, we just kind of went with it. Just kind of went with it, so I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, th- those things are real, by the way. You can get yourself... The recipe, go online. We'll po- I'll post up the link here uh, for you during the segment so you can take a look at it. How to make a... It's not just a recipe. It's directions. It's directions. Yeah, it's directions. Step by step. You have to... Uh, you need a shot glass and some yeah. toothpicks yeah. Yeah. and a microwave oven. Yeah. You just, guys You guys say it's it's not a recipe, it's directions. <laughs> I consider it a lifestyle. <laughs> there, you there you go. There's a lot of things about you that yeah. we consider lifestyles. Is that a, <laughs> alternate lifestyles. A, hey, wait a minute. Is that a bacon Not shot that alternate, but alternate. Is that a uh, bacon uh, shot glass covered in chocolate in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Both. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> it's, it's a 10 mil long slide. Oh, four, uh, 10, four, 10 short. 10, 10 short. short. 10 no, 40, 40, short. 40 magnum. 40 magnum. Kevin, when I saw you today, when I first saw you today, what did I give you? <laughs> you gave me a box and a quarter of forty cal ammo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, By the wait way, a minute! No, no, no! I you got the dibs, no, no! It. You got the last batch. You got the. Last I still batch. haven't gotten it. I'll give it to you. All right. Attorney General Barr, you guys know Attorney General Barr. Yeah, he's a, yes. he's, he's a he's a portly gentleman with no sense of humor whatsoever. <laughs> not like Santa Claus at all. I was going to say I'm not on a first name basis. I think I, you got to have a little bit of a sense of humor to to be in this administration. Yeah, but but the things you think are funny are the yeah. things we think are funny. Correct. Because <laughs> like, you know the you did what? You know the attorney general. You, you said there's no constitution during the apocalypse. <laughs> the attorney general right. wakes up every morning oh, and takes I a look bet. at his Twitter feed to find out what his boss said the night before. So, uh, so Kevin just alluded to it. What we've got here: Attorney General William Barr this past Monday publicly released an official memorandum he sent to the U.S. attorneys and to his assistant attorney general for civil rights. Subject of the memo was balancing public safety with the preservation of civil rights. Good luck with that. Listen, the past three, four weeks, we've been pushing this with you uh, relentlessly. You've been pushing it with various agencies of of law enforcement around around the state. I have. Yes, you have. I have. Um, Why'd you pull me over? Because I'm black. It may or may not have happened, but that's been a little while. That's been a little while. That was, uh, yeah, that was a couple years ago. That was a stop of opportunity. <laughs> that, that was not a planned stop, you know. Uh, so what we, what we I've do- started pulling over behind police officers, <laughs> getting out of my car and walking up to them and going, are you okay? 
And they're like, what? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. All right, then you don't need to be parked here. You need to move along. Ooh. And I get back in my car. And you know what they do? They start their engines and pull away. It's like, I don't know who this guy is, but he's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> he might be IA. It's like, I it's like going to a grade school and going, can we help you? No, no, I'm just looking. None of this we recommend, folks. Uh, in fact, what's the what's the phone number there at Max Law Orlando? <laughs> 407-467-4960. The offices are closed. You can reach me on my cell. I tell that story because I rode with my mother to pick my sister up when she was in elementary school. And I'm sitting waiting for them to come out of the office. And somebody came up to me and said, can I help you? And I went, no, I'm just looking. Once again, <laughs> offices of Max Law Orlando might be closed right now, but you can reach them at that number 24-7. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, I got a call at 3.38 a.m. last night from somebody in Orange County asking, so I hear you're a good lawyer. Well, I'm good enough to answer the phone at 3.30 in the morning. What do you need? I, I might have caught charges on, on weapons stuff. I can solve that. Okay. He called me back again today at regular hours. Why did you call me at 3.30 in the morning? Well, somebody said you'd always answer the phone, and I just didn't think it was true. Yeah, well, that may cost you extra. You do yeah, that again. <laughs> yeah. I'll just add that to the bill. That's it. That's the I don't first mind hour. you calling me, but don't call me to test me. Yes. I don't appreciate that. We have a testing fee. I'm yes, going to pass. Attorney General Barr's memo, in effect, is a warning order to his 94 U.S. attorneys. It tells them to be on the lookout for state and local directives that could be violating the constitutional rights and civil liberties of individual citizens. This is exactly what we've been telling you and preaching to you the past month now. Do not give up your rights. Do not give up your civil liberties for these emergency orders. We talked to you about what happened in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm going to take away your right to carry and open carry a firearm. Even though it's in the state constitution. Because I believe I don't like guns is what it comes down to. The mayor, now the mayor there did say, uh, because it makes it harder for law enforcement to, to figure out which guns are legal and which guns are illegal. You know what that is? That's crap. It's tyranny. It's them trying to take your rights away from you. And here is Attorney General Barr telling the people that, that prosecute civil rights violations. And by the way, violation of your First Amendment, violation of your Second Amendment, those are civil rights violations. It's a 1983 action. Uh, he's telling them, be on the lookout. So you're saying that these stay-at-home orders are possibly unconstitutional? They're stay-at-home suggestions. Oh, okay. yeah. Here's what I'll tell you I don't, to get into it. Um, are, are you home uh, and you can't work? Is your job still there? Do you have the opportunity to go to work? Is there a way for you to go make money? Listen, I get if you're home and, listen, the whole building's closed down and you can't get in there. But is there an opportunity for you to go out and make a living? For me? For, yes. For, yeah, for, any, for any of you listening. And you can go out there and make a living right now? Do it. I give a crap what your order says from the governor, from your mayor, from anybody else. Here's the attorney general of the United States telling you right now. You cannot violate their basic civil rights. You cannot violate their First Amendment. You cannot violate Second Amendment. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You don't think the founding fathers knew what a pandemic was? They were in the middle of a smallpox pandemic when they wrote the the Constitution. They were in the middle of a plague of their own sorts at the time they issued the Constitution. Stop being a coward. And if you have not figured out yet that this is not about an illness and this is about politics and this is about control i had somebody actually send me a message and i actually called them back and i said look 
you think that this is the government showing that they can control us and it's a dry run to make sure that they can do what they want to in the future? Let me tell you how this works out for them. They just dry run to their process, but now we're ready. We've had a chance to practice. You don't pull a shenanigan like this as a test because the people involved in the test get better at being ready for the next test. Right. You don't give somebody an exam on a subject and then three, four, five, six, even seven months later, giving them an exam on exactly the same subject and not expect them to do really well the second time because now they're ready. What they've done is given us a chance to practice. I never do that with witnesses. I don't take a witness's testimony at deposition if I think I can use their unpreparedness at trial. And the government didn't do this to us as a practice. And if they did, all they did was get us better prepared. Do you know how many, the biggest sales of markets right now are people growing their own food in their own homes. So garden centers are going crazy and people doing their own improvements. They're going crazy with that stuff because people now realize I've got to be prepared to rely on myself. Angry American Survival Radio has quadrupled in, li in listenership. People are getting ready to take care of themselves. Firearm sales are through the roof. 300%. You know what? We say it all the time on this show. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Folks, if you think that this government has lied to you, then you need to get ready to take care of yourself. I don't want you to understand this, too. Which part of the government is lying to you? Okay. You, you, have, you have the attorney general now telling you, um, don't, let your vi don't let your rights be violated. We've seen this, and you've seen this. Listen, you're, you're talking about a president who beat an impeachment, who brought the, the economy to the best it's ever been in this country, and they had nothing else. So the Democrats attacked with this, the liberals attacked with this, and he says, okay, bring it. Bring it. Now I look at this and I think, he trolled them. He let them do this. He let them do this. You're about to watch a president recover an economy for the second time in one term. Listen, where are we at? We're 24, almost 25,000 on the Dow this week. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, it was the end of the world. It was, oh my God, it's, it's the stock market crash. This guy's going to have us at 25,000 here by the summer and 30,000 before the election goes. They are trying to beat you. The other side is trying to beat you, is trying to take your control away from you, is trying to take every piece of freedom you have because they want to do it again and they want to see how well far you're willing they to go this time. They want you to depend on them for your sustenance. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you after the break. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit, no problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. 
Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact KidsPeace at 1-866-4-KIDSPEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Eric M. Finnegan Nim died May 1st, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Finningen Num, 26, of Colonia Federated States of Micronesia, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 12th Infantry Regiment, 4th Brigade Combat Team, 4th Infantry Division, Fort Carson, Colorado. He was killed in action at Ford Operating Base Blessing, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit using mortar fire. He joined the Army in 2008 and left for his first deployment the following June. Last year, he was awarded the Army Commendation Medal for Valor that he displayed while he and fellow soldiers were attacked with rounds of rocket-propelled grenades. After being thrown by the blast, Finningenum assisted his fellow soldiers to safety and effectively suppressed enemy fighting positions to result in two enemy kills, the DoD record stated. Finningenum is survived by his father, Robert, wife, Annie, and their one-year-old daughter. Army Specialist Eric M. Finningenum, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 
or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment. Been doing that since uh, day one here of the program, folks. If you know somebody you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, whether it's a you know a relative, friend, somebody read in a book, uh, saw in a movie, just reach out to us at uh, armsroomradio.com or go to facebook.com/slash armsroomradio, and uh, we'd be honored to do the Fallen Hero segment on your recommendation. Oh. Hey, uh, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to major... Bill. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing this week? Hey, 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 you watch it with that kind of language. This is a family well, show. Throwing them G-bombs around like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. Well, you know, I was, I was trying to be, you know, polite and generous, especially since, you know, the old man's in the room again. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. I know, you're trying to make up for what you did to him last week. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> he remembered. Hey, oh, yeah. This, remember, this affects I, my bill. I, I am... I'm not also, you know, a fan. I am a, a, a client of... <laughs> that's what we want. Lots and lots of sucking up. That's right. That's right. An obscene amount of sucking up. Kevin, I have a question. After... You know, it, 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 you know it, Kevin is the life-size version of a voodoo doll. So, you know, that's what people wish they could do to some other attorneys. Well... Kevin will take the, 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 the voodoo pin for you. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Kevin, I do have a question. After the uh, the verbal berating that Bill gave you last week, is he still divorced? Uh, he's <laughs> legally separated. He's legally separated now. You've come down a step. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, she's still responsible for all her bills. Oh, so. oh. Oh, well, he's major well, bill, so you know why what? not? You know? can, can you say the word for a man whose mother was not married to his father on the radio? Just like that, you can. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a consequence to aggravating a man whose mother was not married to his father and is a killer. Just like in Kill Bill. So yeah, keep that in mind, Bill. <laughs> See how I did that? There's a, conse- right. There's a consequence. Uh, Major, you have some interesting stories for us this week. Story, stories, I'm, I'm oh, assuming. There, there is a plethora. And, you know, a, I... We, you used Earl's word. A plethora. Yeah, I used a big word. I used a big <laughs> word. Uh, you know, I, I learned that in my master's program now. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, trying to, trying to up, it, up the game a little bit there. He used to uh, not be able to spell college graduate. Now he is one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he used to be, now he's a master. He was a junior better. There you go. There Ooh. He was junior before. Now there you go. Hey. You started well, you know, it. It's just, you, you look for different things around the country and around the world to talk about, but, you know, Florida you end up back. <laughs> never, never ceases to amaze me. Florida doesn't so disappoint. I have another Florida man story, uh, just because they're just too good. And there, there's a couple of them, but it was it was really difficult to decide which one I, I wanted to talk about first. But I'm going to go with the ones all my brothers and sisters in blue have heard this before. Hey, that's not mine. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. these aren't uh, my pants. Yeah, you, know, you stop somebody, you, know, you search them, of course, after consent uh, or search incident to arrest, and you come up with of some course. narcotics or a weapon or something that's illegal. And, uh, hey, these are my cousins, brothers, former's best friends, roommates, aunts. Uh, those yeah. those aren't no mine. Lying. Uh, well, 
over in Hillsborough County, uh, a traffic stop was conducted there by the sheriff's office uh, in, in, in the Tampa area. And, and, and that's a hotbed deputy- of borrowed clothing, by the it, way. Oh, it is. It is, yeah. 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 Because yeah. they started out with, see, what happened was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, if I had to guess, I would say it was somewhere near Dale Mabry. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, or, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm with you. <laughs> Keep going. But, yeah, so, so the, the, the deputies made contact with the passenger of the vehicle, old Fabricio Jimenez. Uh, and when they walked up to him, uh, he had a white powdery substance that was on his nose. Uh, this was at around 4.30 in the morning. Uh, there was not any donut shops that were open. I was going to say, maybe he makes donuts. And, and the police would know that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So well, they got a test that. kit for uh, powdered sugar. Yeah, but it all comes so, back meth. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the deputies uh, just say, hey, you know, um, Mr. Jimenez, how about we take a selfie? So, and he was like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so they take a picture of, of him with the white powdery substance on his nose. Um, and then they take a sample of it, they swab it, and it feels test positive for cocaine. Uh, <laughs> I know, that's, that's a shocker. Shock. Uh, yeah, it turned that night bright cobalt blue. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Pretty they blue. detained him, and uh, you know, and, and exactly that. what did they detain him for? Being high on cocaine? Well, he was in possession, Kevin. Come on, it was it was on there on his nose. Possession of the cocaine on his face. You're gonna <laughs> measure right. that? Yeah, sure. You're gonna, you're gonna measure the weight of the well, cocaine. Well, here's how you do it, though. You put him on the scale, then you wipe it off, <laughs> then you put him back on the scale, and, and you see what the difference was. Yeah, yeah right. there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Good so. luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's probable cause. Beyond a reasonable doubt, we'll leave that to you in the courts, okay? Yeah. But it's probable cause to make the arrest. <laughs> but yeah, sometime in the past, he had been in possession of cocaine. Yes, he has. Okay. And, oh, wait. Um, There's more. Search incident to arrest, and you've read that in police reports, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I have. His, his yes. backpack was inventoried because, you know, want to make sure that we, we have everything that you go to jail with, you get it when you come back. That's right. A uh, backpack <laughs> was inventoried. <laughs> That had, oh, about 250 grams of marijuana and about 13 Xanax tablets. Uh, That's the personal use. Oh, wait. And in his pants was another baggie of cocaine. He has an anxiety disorder and he's self medicating. Not his Because he doesn't have insurance because of Obama. He's a street level pharmaceutical distributor. There you go. And, you know, he he is an entrepreneur, and we understand that. But uh, he did say that when he was arrested, without incident, by the way, uh, he did tell the deputies that, well, you know, that cocaine is not mine. The, pe- the one in his, the, which cocaine? Which cocaine? Oh, on yeah, his nose. Cocaine or on his nose. The one on the nose or the one that was in his backpack? So, but I thought the cocaine was in his pants, officer. A, he has a history of, of uh, narcotic violations, and he's currently on probation for narcotic violations. Oops. And they seized his... Uh, 2009 Honda Accord on a tra- previous traffic stop where they caught him with uh, 11 baggies of a suspected green substance suspected and uh, all packaged for individual sales. So they probably hit him with the intent to distribute. Uh, oh, crazy. crazy. But he didn't have his car. That's why he was a passenger. Bill, thank you for joining us again, and please stay safe down there, sir. <laughs> Always. To all my brothers and sisters, blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six. Always go with the industry you with Storm's Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break.
Kel-Tec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Last segment of the program. Already? Happens all the time. I want to thank Major Bill for joining us last segment. Always, always wonderful to have him on. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Ground control. Hey, for what we're paying. Major okay. Bill. He, he yeah. mocks my age. Mocks my age. Well, so he's not far I. behind you, you know. So. Oh, he's uh, well, like only a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Well, uh, just like the rest 110, of us, maybe. The uh, U.S. Supreme Supreme Courts, not the uh, Diana Rosses. The Supreme Court has ordered a U.S. city to explain its confiscation of legal firearms. Well, I know what you're saying, folks. Uh, uh, Mike, how can the uh, people legally? Confiscate firearms. Well, you know, you know we're joking. It happens all the time. We use these crazy red flag laws. No reason whatsoever. We've had Kevin has told you stories himself that he's done as an attorney where, you know, police departments just decide they're going to keep and use for their own because they, they were never intended to give it back in the first place. Hey, and then nice they, guns. Yeah. Well, yes. yeah, yeah. The U.S. Supreme Court has ordered officials in San Jose, California to explain why they confiscated the legally owned guns of Lori Rodriguez. 
Oh, by the way, they still have them. Oh, by the way, seven years. This is seven years later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't still have them. Oh, yeah. I think that's probably the problem. The the problem is that they all went out to different deputies or officers in that unit, and they've sold them at pawn shops or traded them away, and so they're all gone because they never thought they'd get them back. Yeah. Case was brought by our good friends at the Second Amendment Foundation on behalf of the woman. Supreme Court justices have instructed city officials to respond by May the 20th. We're encouraged by this development in the case, said uh, SAF founder and executive vice president Alan Gottlieb. If the city thought they could just ignore this case and make it go away, they're wrong. SAF is joined in the case by the California Gun Rights Foundation. Firearms were seized, like Kevin said, seven years ago after her husband was taken to a hospital on a mental health issue. Okay, I get that. I mean, if there's a gun or two out, if this guy's threatening to hurt himself with a gun, they could temporarily seize the firearm. But they're her guns. That was the problem. And they're in a state of California approved safe. At the time, the San Jose police officer advised Rodriguez he had authority to seize the firearms in the residence. All firearms, including those belonging solely to her, which were all locked in, as Kevin said, California approved safe. Guns were taken without a warrant and over Rodriguez's objection. Kevin, let me ask you this. If you have your guns in a safe, police are at your house, red flag order, something like that, and they say... Uh, listen, we got a complaint. We're here to seize your guns over a red flag order. We want all the guns out of your safe. And I say, eh, I forgot the combination. I would also add to the fact that there may be an anti-tank mine from the Soviet era <laughs> underneath it if you try to tip it over and remove the safe. Uh, I value <laughs> my ankles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a. I, I listen. This is a, something that would happen. I, you know, I, I would. I would really sincerely consider doing, folks. If if you get red flagged. Uh, and, and they come in and they say, we want your firearms. You just do the old, they're in the safe. I don't know the combination. Uh, and then while they made me very nervous and I don't remember it. Yeah. And when you go outside, there's a certain phone number you should call. 407-467-4960. I'll answer at 3.30 in the morning. If you're in Delaware, if you're in Washington, if you're up in New York, if you're in Texas and, and you don't have that number. Hand just... the phone to the officer <laughs> yeah. and I'll still reading the right act. Yeah. You call... An attorney, you call this attorney, you call your attorney, you call whoever it is. You don't remember that combination. Well, you know, I have a warrant here that says you have to open that safe. No, you can't make me help you. <laughs> you can't make me help you. You have a warrant to search. You don't have a warrant to make me, right? That's Fifth Amendment kinds of stuff. You're going to make me testify against myself by helping you search right. my house. Uh, I think, no. No. Well, if you don't tell us where the firearms are, we're going to tear this place apart. Okay, well, just I have an inventory. So when you tear my house apart, keep in mind the fact that you're going to be writing a check. <laughs> I don't want to get paid. I want to watch them put it back together. Oh, no, they're not going to put it back together, but you will get paid. <laughs> but And here's the problem you'll run into is they're going to tell you, well, if you don't comply with our orders, we're going to shoot the dog because we think the dog's a threat. And they'll kill your pet. To make a point. That's why you should have a dog fake and dog. a mannequin yep. full of Tannerite. D- fake dog full of Tannerite. With a bark collar on it <laughs> so that it makes noise. <laughs> that said, and a sign hanging around. This is Rufus. He guards my house. Yep. He's full of Tannerite. Don't shoot Rufus. He's not going to do what you say. <laughs> you know what? You shoot Rufus and Rufus explodes and blows their legs off. That's on them. 2013, police seized all weapons from Rodriguez's home and refused to return them. In the lower courts, judges quickly concluded Rodriguez had done nothing wrong 
and was allowed to buy new weapons. But city law enforcement officers still kept the old ones. So it's okay for you. You committed no crime to go buy new firearms, but we're not giving you back the old ones. So I can take your car and you can go buy a new car, but you still have to make the payments on the one I stole. (laughs) Huh? Uh, Miss Rodriguez is not a criminal, nor is she prohibited by law from owning firearms, yet she's essentially been robbed. Robbed. Yeah, she 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 has been she has been the victim the of a stole. theft. Yeah, uh, by the city of San Jose and its police department, with the cooperation of the lower courts, including the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Ninth which, Circuit Court of Appeals, which we call Earl. How do we refer to them? A lower court. Yeah, Ninth Circus. The Ninth Circus. There yeah. we go. When a municipal government agency can seize property without a warrant and be protected by the lower courts in doing so, it is time for the U.S. Supreme Court to step in and write this dangerously tilted ship before it capsizes. And they're kind of doing that. Kevin, how often does the Supreme Court, because we see the Supreme Court do a lot of things. We've seen them just recently with the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association say, listen, it's a moot point. We're not going to be making a decision here. Uh, We've seen them sidestep other issues. We've seen them step in with other issues. How often do they do something like this where they say, hey, lower court, you need to explain why you've done this. Well, there's still a very deep tenant in the Supreme Court that Justice O'Connor used to put in place, which is a taking without due process. Okay. That was a big thing of hers. And that still rings loudly with the Supreme Court. If you take someone's property without due process, they got an issue with it. Because yeah. then they can come in and go, you know what? We we took your guns. Now we've decided to take your 401k. All right. Yeah. Or we've decided to take your retirement because we can't fund Social Security. So we can take your property without due process because it's in the best interest of us. Now imagine if a state came in and said, or a city like San Jose said, listen, um, we think you committed a crime. uh, And so we're going to initiate a civil suit against you and we're seizing your retirement. Yeah. But you don't get to know we're doing it. Okay. Because this is not one of those kinds of cases where you get to appeal it. Just like our seizing your firearms. Like a FISA court. Okay. So we're going to take your property. The Supreme Court doesn't like that because the slope is so slippery. So they're going to, and they have asked for the San Jose government to explain why they thought they had the right. Now, this is very much like your father walking into your room after he finds half a pack of cigarettes and a lighter in your jacket and go, what's this about? Right. Okay, you don't really have a lot of options here. (laughs) You know what you're supposed to do? I'm sorry, Dad, I'll never do it again. Yeah, right, right, right. And, 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 and hope he doesn't put you in a closet and give you a carton of Carlton's and say, uh, you're smoking them all and then eating yeah, the butts. Yeah. Okay. Been there, done that. Yeah. Got the t-shirt. Yep. You too? Um, yeah. Yep. Um, do the right thing here, San Jose. Go find the officers who took the firearms and took them home. Find them. Bring them back. Check them. Make sure they're still functional. And return them. And if they need to be refurbished, refurbish them and hope and pray that you do not lose your licensure as a law enforcement agency. Yeah, you lose your ORI, your certification for an agency. For yeah. having done this. Yeah. Because you know what? 
I'm sure that the chips would love to take over your operations and keep all the money from oh, yeah, all listen, your citations. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. And I think that's the best case scenario here because this, listen, everything I know about having worked in law enforcement for years and years and years is that uh, these guns are gone. And that's the problem. Yeah, well, here's the go to Guns America yeah. and figure out what the rental on those guns would be on a daily basis. Yeah. That's her damages. Yeah, write a check. Yeah, write yourself a That's check. a big money. Thanks for joining us on this week's program. We'll see you next week. Until then, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, now more than ever, keep your head on a swivel. And a mask on your face. Woo! The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. kel -Tec. See more at KelTechWeapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at SnagMag.com. That's SnagMag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.